Oh, give me a second. Give me a second. Hold on. <coughs> Welcome back to the In the Woods podcast. Last night, I went to see this documentary at Cinemark. I think it was only like a one-night thing. This documentary about Quentin Tarantino. It's called QT8, The First Eight. I brought my audio recorder with me. I had it in my car. So right after the, the showing, I went back to my car, flipped this bad boy on, and recorded a live reaction to it. I didn't really have too much to say about it, but I wanted to record my raw reaction. And so that's what I'm sharing with you guys today. So it's a little bit shorter of an episode, but I hope you guys enjoy it nonetheless. And without further ado, let's get into the episode. Right now, I'm sitting in the parking lot of Cinemark after watching Quentin Tarantino 8, well, QT8, the first 8. It's a documentary with exclusive interviews with cast members from all of Quentin Tarantino's movies. And it kind of goes through each movie in a way. And talks about different... It doesn't... I mean, it skips around, but it just talks about... All these little behind-the-scenes details that... Even I didn't know. And I'm a huge Quentin Tarantino fan. And... It was incredible. Like... It... I've never wanted to go out and binge-watch Quentin Tarantino movies more than I do right now. It was awesome and you're you're getting to hear this right after I just got out. About a month ago, I bought for a dollar a VHS copy of the movie True Romance written by Quentin Tarantino. Now, I have yet to watch it. And I actually, in that same trip, I also got Natural Born Killers, also for a dollar on VHS. Two movies that are written 
by Quentin Tarantino. Unfortunately, not directed. Because I think they were right before he started directing. But it gave him the money to go into full-time writing and shortly after directing. So those are two movies I have waiting for me that I am very excited to go watch. Uh, they were only briefly mentioned in this documentary, but still. I also need to go re-watch Django Unchained. I've only seen once or twice. And Hateful Eight I only saw twice. So I need to go rewatch those two again. Man, he's like like how many directors can you say that for? Like if you've only watched it twice, that's like equivalent to watching any other director's movie once. And I don't I just I loved it. I don't I don't know what else to say. If you get a chance to go watch this documentary, go see it. It was put on by Fathom Events. Uh, the director had the rights under the the Harvey Weinstein Corporation or whatever. But after all the allegations and all that stuff against him, she fought to get the rights back. And she finally got it back. Which is how we were able to see it. And it's also why it only covers his first eight and not Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Because I assume Once Upon a Time in Hollywood hadn't been made when they were filming for this. And I don't, I just, Quentin Tarantino is one of those directors that, without me even knowing it, inspired me to want to become a filmmaker like there was a period of time and I think this is the same for any filmmaker before you start really getting into cinema before you really start getting into films you know you don't really you don't really know directors names you watch movies not really knowing the people behind it and as you get more into cinema, you start learning about directors, you start binging their archives. And I think, like most people, Pulp Fiction was my first Quentin Tarantino movie to watch. But I didn't know who Quentin Tarantino was at that time. But I definitely noticed right off the bat that there was something special about that movie and I also kind of thought like I never watched movies and saw similar styles carried over from movie to movie based on the director or the cinematographer things that I notice now I didn't notice back then but Quentin Tarrant, it's well, a lot of that is because a lot of directors, they don't really have a distinct voice, a distinct style like Quentin Tarantino or like a Gaspar No or any of those guys. 
I don't know why I paired those two together. Probably the most like random pairing of directors ever. But you get my point. I just like how a few of the actors would say that they would go in and read for a role, but Quentin wouldn't really see them in the role or see that they fit for that role, but he saw their potential and said, you know, this this role isn't going to work out for you, but I'm going to I'm going to put you in something. I won't forget about you, basically, is what he said. And then, boom. He puts puts them in a movie. About a couple years later or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. That's just one thing I thought was cool. Among many others. Man, I really don't know what else to say. I mean... Other than you need to go watch this. Especially if you're a Quentin Tarantino fan. And I guess I'll, I'll throw in. My point of view. Or my review of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Which to put, put it simply. I thought it was incredible. I, I saw it three times. And I almost saw it once more. While it was in theaters. Mostly because I know. How important his movies. Are to me. And I want to. To get the theater experience. With his work. I want to get that experience. Burnt into the back of my mind. So anytime I think about the movie. I'll remember it. From the cinema experience. I'm horrible at reviewing movies. In detail at least. For the most part. At least when I'm by myself. If I'm with people. Or at least one other person. I can you know. Go back and forth on like film theories. And different things like that. But let me just tell you. That movie may, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, may not have a very strong, I guess, story arc. But does it need to? That's kind of what Quentin Tarantino is good at. Is throwing in dialogue that may not be relevant to the story, but it damn sure is entertaining. And interesting. And unique. And you can't really beat that. I really loved. Once upon a time in Hollywood. If you haven't seen it. And you're thinking about going to see it. Go see it. It was It's a, just a fun movie. That. Made me happy. It was. It's one of those movies where. It's just enjoyable to watch. I don't know how else to describe it. It gives you this... It gave me this, like, warm feeling. I don't know, man. I thought it was incredible. I also need to go rewatch Kill Bill. 
one and two. I want. I've never watched them back to back, and I really need to do that. I'd probably say my favorite Quentin Tarantino movie, though. I don't know, Pulp Fiction or Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious Bastards was like not long after I started really getting into cinema. Man, I when I say cinema, I feel like a complete douchebag. When I started getting into movies, I saw Inglorious Bastards and it blew me away, especially the opening scene. And I just, I, every time I see one of his movies, it's like nothing I've ever seen before. Except for Hateful Eight, but I've only seen it once or twice, so I need to re-watch it. I found that on a second viewing, it was a, it dragged a little more than the first time. But even his worst movie, if you want to call Hateful Eight his worst is not a bad movie. I'm gonna I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna go watch True Romance and then tomorrow I'm gonna watch Natural Born Killers and who knows maybe I'll do a podcast about those two and what I thought. I can't really think of anything else to say, so I'm just going to leave you guys there. I know this was a short episode, but I hope you enjoyed me geeking out over Quentin Tarantino. Thank you for listening, and I will see you in the next podcast. Peace out. Preacher's son, and when his daddy would visit, he'd come along. When they gather around and started talking, that's when Billy would take me walking. Out through the backyard, we go walking. Then he look into my eyes. Lord knows to my surprise, the only one who could ever reach me was the son of a preacher man. The only boy who could ever teach me was the son of a preacher man. You see what he was. Being good isn't always easy No matter how hard I try When he started sweet talking to me He come and tell me everything is alright He kissed me down the 